Betsa Perik Bet Mishnah Vav. This Mishnah recalls three more rulings of Bet Shema that concern Yom Tov. Shloshat Avarim, Rabban Gamliel, Machmir, Kedivri Bet Shemai. In three matters regarding Yom Tov, Rabban Gamliel ruled stringently following the rule view of Bet Shemai. Or the Rabban Gamliel descended from Hillel, he followed these opinions of Bet Shemai. We cannot insulate a pot of hot water for Yom Tov use on Shabbat, even if Erev Tavshilin had been made, because the standard Erev Tavshilin is not permit is not affected to permit insulating on Yom Tov for Shabbat. So the rabbis prohibited insulating a pot of hot water or hot food on Shabbat, for example, by wrapping it in wool. Insulating, which the Mishnah calls Hatzmana, is forbidden even Yom Tov if this water will not be used in Yom Tov. Similarly, if Yom Tov falls on Friday, one may not even insulate food on Yom Tov for that Shabbat, just as other acts of food preparation prohibiting Yom Tov for Shabbat without an Erev Tov Shilin. But Shabbat takes this a step further. They forbid insulating food on Yom Tov for Shabbat even if an Erev Tov Shilin had been made. In their view, an Erev Tov Shilin allows only acts of food preparation that are similar to the ones done to make the Erev itself. For example, if one cooks food for the Erev, they may only cook food on Yom Tov for Shabbat. And if someone bakes bread for the Erev, they may only bake on Yom Tov for Shabbat, but not cook. Therefore, if the Erev Tavshin does not include insulating food, but Shammai prohibits insulating hot food or water on Yom Tov for Shabbat, they permit a person to insulate food on Yom Tov for Shabbat only if they had insulated food for the Erev. But Hillel, on the other hand, ruled that even if someone only cooks for the Erev, they may do so any acts of food preparation on Yom Tov for Shabbat, including insulating. So that's one. And we may not reassemble the parts of a constant in Yom Tov because this resembles the Melechah of building which is prohibited in Yom Tov. But Shammai hold that the Melechah of building applies only not only to buildings, structures attached to the ground, but also to objects not attached to the ground. This is known as Yesh Binyan B'Kelim, that is the prohibition of building apply, which applies to Kelim. Utensils, putting back together pieces of a candlestick which resembles building, is thus forbidden in Shabbat and Yom Tov. It's not actual building because this type of candlestick is meant, meant to be taken apart and reassembled. But Tilel, however, holds that the Melechah of building does not apply to utensils in Binyan B'Kelim. Okay, so we'll permit this. We will not bake thick loaves, which is like numerous loaves. Okay, um, because you're making one large dough of bread and Yom Tov if these are more bread than is needed for Yom Tov. Because it's forbidden Yom Tov to expend more effort than necessary. Rather, we may bake only thin loaves, i.e. the few loaves actually needed. According to Bet Hillel, though, we may bake numerous loaves at one time, even if more bread than necessary will be produced. Their reason is that fulfilling the oven with many loaves leaves less empty space in the oven, which causes the heat to be more concentrated, which in turn causes the necessary loaves to bake better. So this thing is even for the need of Yom Tov. Amar Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel said, All the days of my father's household, they did not bake thick loaves, i.e. numerous loaves of bread on Yom Tov, only thin loaves, i.e. a few loaves, thus avoiding extra effort. Now, Amrullah, the Chachamim, said to him, What should we do with this practice of your father's household? It doesn't prove that baking thick loaves is generally prohibited. Because they were stringent in this matter for themselves. But they ruled leniently for all the other people of Israel and allowed them to bake thick, numerous loaves of bread and even to make coal-based baked bread, which requires even greater effort. So, they say, well, listen, there's no proof for you that Machmir for themselves, but not for everyone else. Mishnah Zayin. Now we're going to have three lenient rulings of Rabban Gamliel that were disputed by the Chachamim. Afu Amar Shloshet Avrim Lahakel. In addition, he ruled more leniently than the Chachamim in three matters. Mechabedin Ben Hamitot. We may sweep food from between the couches on which people are reclining when they're eating. For the, if there is little concern that in such a small area one might fill in small holes and thereby level the floor. We may place incense on burning coals on Yom Tov to emit a pleasant aroma, despite this being a malacha, because it increases one's joy on Yom Tov. 
Okay, this is his following here, Betzilah's rule that since Malachah are permitted for food preparations, are also permitted for other yom of needs. But since Gedim Mukulas Belele Pesachim, we may prepare a roast, i.e., roast a young goat together with his innards on Pesach nights, because that's as the Pesach offering was roasted, and one thereby commemorates this offering. The Torah requires that the Pesach offering is to be roasted on a spit with its knees and innards at its sides. Rabban Gamliel permitted people in his time after the destruction of Betzamidash to roast a young goat in this manner and eat it at the Seder meal so that the offering would be remembered. So that's what they would. The but the Chachamim prohibited these three acts. They forbid sweeping between the couches because that might lead to filling in holes in the floor, which is the Menachah elsewhere in the house. They prohibit placing incense on burning coals because that is not the practice of ordinary people and it's thus not considered Yom Tov need. And they forbid roasting a young goat together with sinners on Pesach night because this was a specific requirement of the Pesach offering and doing so might cause people to think that one is eating a carbon on Pesach, which is forbidden. Have a great day.